not expect the impossible with us. But no. Hey. You dig something for the ladies, right? Hey. I know I got a rep, but the streets don't really know me. Welcome back to Come to Think of It. Another episode on the way here. Sorry we're a little bit late, but apparently my uh, schedule keeping skills are not up to par. I didn't realize that Samad was going on vacation when he did, so he's not with us this week. We do, however, have the lovely Heidi Brown. Hey, everybody. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having uh, me. I know Samad's shoes are small, but they're oh they're hard to fill. Oh my gosh, so stop it. Welcome <laughs> aboard. I hope you can keep up. <laughs> I, I'll do what I can. I'm just here, you know, stepping in for a little bit. In lieu of Samad, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm not the same. I'm not as funny as he is. You know, I ain't got all the snarky comments like you got. So well, you're definitely not as come to think of it as he is. I am. That's for sure. Oh yes, and the most important thing, I am less toxic. So sorry if you was looking for some toxicity. I might hit you with a little bit, but I, I ain't got a lot. Yeah, that means I'm gonna have to step it up. Maybe we'll see oh, what happens. I guess God. we're just looking back at other episodes oh. that uh, Samad and I have done. Some of the interviews, you're gonna hear your own voice on these. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, some of them. Okay. Okay. I mean, we got some good clips for you guys. All but, right. Uh, this first set is from our, our first episode oh. and man we were so stressed about this we had a lot of fun doing it but you could tell like we're <laughs> trying to stick to the script like an actual written script you know it's funny because you always said to me that oh i hate this one like when you listen back to it now yeah but i actually really like it we got our point across yes that, i actually had enough material to run twice as long as we did so all this stuff that we cut out yeah. I, I was still trying to squeeze all that information and in. it's, it's an important topic it was but here's the thing though one thing that i always say to you when mm. we listen back to our first episodes yeah even when we, you know on come on uh, here on come to think of it at coffee cream it you hear the evolution absolutely so i listen to that first episode i hear you know the less practiced i guess you would like i could say yeah yeah um in and, and, and less you know what it is it's more po- it was more polished then now it's just yeah, more it was, it was us you. trying to polish it yes now you guys are really yourselves you know now we had to hear about ass eating you're not one to eat ass and smudge um i feel like we talk about that more on coffee cream and combo yeah, oh yeah but you say it enough yeah. there you talk about smudge and his everywhere. detritus that poor boy <laughs> He really is on vacation. He ain't he ain't up in like Betty Ford or Mayo yeah, Clinic getting it, Detritus taken care of. Oh, he's good man. out here. Nah, nah. He's, he's really on vacation. Life. He, he's on vacation and he's healthy as far as we know. <laughs> Shout out to our man. <laughs> man in these streets. Actually out in these streets. Yes. So yes. Uh, here's the first one for y'all. Well, let's see what y'all think about it. All right. If you go to prison, the idea is for you to do your time and get reformed come out right right 100 percent rehabilitated you paid your debt to society it's over now right like you that's should, the way they tell you it's supposed that's what to they be. tell us so you should be allowed to be on the jury because now you're a citizen again that's the way i feel it should be personally yeah. um i think that taking out any group of people limits uh your fight against bias yes uh either economically or racially because now one third black male adults. Yeah. Uh, that is a lot of people who are not allowed to say, you know, you can trust me on this. Like, I feel like I'm as good a judge of character as the next person. I don't think it's fair. Do you feel like um, it's really a jury of your peers if they're telling, uh, basically, they're telling the community that these black folks aren't allowed to serve on the jury? It's not at all. At all. It's not your peers. Because if it's. If it was my peers, then it would be a bunch of black guys or black females up there. 
but right i mean at least they would have a chance because you know everybody has to go through the process the where process. they ask you questions and oh, eliminate man. you you know you ever did stuff. that uh, right. no i've never served on a jury I've, I've been in court quite a few times yeah if you get people from across town who've never been in trouble mm -hmm. that can change the whole dynamic and the whole narrative that they hear because they might not understand certain things too so you know they always say that like when you see on tv uh it's always the south side of whatever major city is the bad crime area right so let's say somebody from the south side of chicago is sitting in the defendant's chair right everybody on the jury is from the other side of town i feel like they're not going to understand the circumstances that could be surrounding the situation or like you know that person's frame of mind like they grew up somewhere different than you so yeah. they think differently than exactly. you do they've been in different situations you're not from the south side so you can't tell me about the south side and what goes on on there how you got to carry yourself or conduct yourself around there so exactly a situation could have popped off or happened and they had to defend themselves or they was out doing some shit but it should be some people in the area so they can understand the story i agree i completely agree i don't think that you can be completely unbiased uh without having some kind of similar experience, even if it's just having heard about it, thought about it deeply, um, which I give more credit to people than I should because a lot of people cannot think freely. Gotcha. Uh, but you got to find the ones who can and hope for the best. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like everybody should have a shot at that. Yeah, you got to find that. Uh, and if, if you can get somebody from the south side of Chicago on a jury, yeah. fucking wonderful because they're going to understand at least to some degree what it's like where this happened. Yeah. See what I'm saying? So polished, so well-spoken. I don't even know if I heard a cuss word. No, well, <laughs> there was a couple. <laughs> you know, I can't communicate without cussing from time to time. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't like how, you know, how you go in now. Because sometimes, yeah. boy. <laughs> we were trying to keep from scaring people away in our first episode. You know, I, I didn't even think about the natural flow of the way I speak. Yes. When I was writing down... Like, I say a script. Everything wasn't scripted, but I had a lot of notes. I had, like, 10 or 12 pages of notes for this episode. Right, Whereas right. now I'll come in, and if I have three pages, Samad looks at me like, is this some serious shit? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> because now you know and you've honed your skills, so now you can freestyle so much better. Yeah, I'm not so worried about structure. Right, right. Which, I mean, you have to keep... A, there's a level of structure that comes along with podcasting. Of course. But it's not in the same way that you did it that first time. So definitely, no. like I said, you gotta look back at it as learning. But... Y'all made some really great points in that episode. And one thing I want to say, before I say this, I did agree with everything you guys said. But really, who, who wants to serve and, and do jury duty? Come I feel on. you. But it is an important part of the process. Yes. And the more people that we have in there who have actually been through some shit, like, yeah. the more likely you are to get a fair trial. If, if you've never been in trouble for anything in your life, you're not likely to understand why this woman's standing here in front of the court because she shoplifted some food to feed her kids. Right. I understand that. But uh, again... Who want to serve and do jury duty? Look, remember you. last month I had jury duty, mm -hmm. and man, and we were hoping each time you had yes. to make the call that it's not this time. <laughs> and again, still, I've never served on a jury. Uh, you ain't missing nothing. I did a uh, grand jury one time, and mm -hmm. I did uh, the first time I got called for jury duty. I think I was, I think I was eighteen. Right. It might have been like right when I turned eighteen, or when I right when I turned nineteen. I can't remember which one. Phew. Yeah, but I, I got called right away, and um, I ended up on a case, and it, it was interesting. But ugh, I, I'm good. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> Never again. Uh, well, not if I don't have to. This this first episode also brought on my first rant about injustice. All right. Uh, which 
I, I guess people kind of link themselves to because <sighs> we got more comments about that than any other part of the episode. Oh. Oh, check that out. All right. What about being a pedophile makes you feel like you can't trust them any more than a murderer? See, that's, to the, vote. that's a good question. I mean, I, I can see why you wouldn't trust them around your kids yeah, exactly. as opposed to a convicted murderer yeah. who maybe murdered an old woman for some reason. Or yeah. so. I mean, they're still fucking scumbags, yeah. but different kinds of crimes. Now, what makes them less trustworthy, right? Yeah, what makes them, what makes a pedophile less trustworthy to you? Than a murderer. Yeah, to vote. So, I'm going to say their mindset, their train of thought to me, it's got to be something wrong with you. Something totally wrong with you either. So, so is it safe to say that like, you feel like it should fall under the the clause where uh, people who are legally mentally impaired aren't allowed to vote because they don't have the... The capacity for it like you feel like a pedophile is automatically thrown in there see if i if i say that i'm giving them a pass i'm basically saying i feel you like you're saying they're not they don't know any better yeah so no nah, i'm not gonna give them that one i'm not because you know better i abhor the thought of kitty diddlers wigglers whatever the fuck you want to call them yeah uh i think there should be some really harsh punishments for stuff like that definitely but as long as people are out here voting, if you're gonna let them motherfuckers out of prison, let them vote. You're right, and no, and I have to say you're right, because they're gonna go to prison, do their time. They paid their debt. The debt that the country they live in, the country that's restricting these these rights, tells them pays for the crime. Pays for the crime. So he's gonna come out, do his, do his time by himself, get himself together, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, that's the hope you have for everybody. If you got any kind of compassion yeah. and empathy for like people in general, Definitely. let me tell you, my levels of compassion and empathy are very pretty low. low. Pretty low. But even I like to think, you know, somebody does ten years for touching their nephew. Yeah. Maybe they get out and they don't touch little kids anymore. I want to believe it. Yeah. Doesn't mean I necessarily believe yeah. it, but I want to. I and want I think to. that's important. Like. Yeah. If you're going to tell somebody that the debt is paid, the debt is paid. You don't pay your electric company every month, and then 15 days later, they're like, yo, we didn't get that fam. Mm-mm. And you're like, oh, no. Like, I got this proof. And they're like, yeah, but we want it again, though. Fuck, I'm going to give it to you again for Right? Or, like, you pay the gas bill late, and they give you that late fee. Mm-hmm. Next month, you pay it on time, they give you the late fee again. And you're like, yo, what the hell is that about? Like, why I get the late fee? I paid two weeks early. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, but you defaulted last time. So, like, just in case, like, we, we don't trust you it. now. We're going to need it again. I feel like that's what they're telling people when they get out of prison. In the year 2000, the Supreme Court upheld that the Constitution does not protect all citizens' rights to vote, but only those rights of quote-unquote qualified citizens, which is determined by state legislature. So you're not judged on being a person. You're judged on what they think of you. And that seems to kind of, to me... That seems to go against what the Constitution is saying. They're guaranteeing you these rights. And now the Supreme Court, you know, the final save for the law of the land says, no, that's not it. Uh Only certain folks can do it. That we choose. Feel free to look up all this stuff. Like, you'll you'll see it's it's a whole circus out here. Definitely. Also, it's worth noting that out of all the countries in the entire world, the entire planet, Every country that's labeled as a democracy works with a democratic system, voting, all that stuff. Yeah. The United States is the only country in the entire world that strips away the right to vote. Motherfucker. 
My belief is that by excluding felons from multiple arenas of civic life, by making it difficult for them to feel a sense of investment and belonging in the community, the government erects barriers to the kind of personal growth which enables stability and prosperity. All the things we talked about today stem from the rotted roots of rotted seeds. Racial bias, political agendas, designed to limit opposition to a political power, fuel these ideas in the governing body where we're supposed to be able to trust with the lives and futures of our children. Two-thirds of prison inmates are minorities. A staggering percentage of those inmates, as well as a majority of the remaining one-third of inmates, are economic or social underdogs. These people are minorities or they're poor. Don't be fooled by the propaganda and good government bullshit that people try to feed you. Look into things for yourself. Think clearly. Think freely. Come to think of your own conclusions. You can really tell that I had written down my <laughs> thoughts for that for that ending. Uh, because the difference in the way I write and the way I speak to people when I'm comfortable. Yeah. It, it's, it's huge. Well, you know, that's the thing, though. I think that this is... That rant is you. It really is. For me, at least. That's the way I think. Yes, because I'm used to getting that other side of you that a lot of people don't get. And you rant a lot. I do. But you also, both when you write and when you speak, you know, again, when Mm -hmm. we speak personally, you speak in that way. So when I heard that, I was like, man, that's my man. Because (laughs) it is. (laughs) But it really is because that's really another side of you that a lot of people don't get. Um, yeah and uh, I, I really enjoyed that rant because you hit a lot of points there that really man listen. I get really incensed when I think about a people molesting kids yes and B the government fucking everybody over by yeah. letting these child molester politicians decide who gets to vote right that's true I mean, you ask one of these motherfuckers you know what, what about this guy what about that guy you, you ask any one of these fucking wealthy politicians why people commit crimes and they're real likely to tell you is because some folks are just no good right they won't mention the fact that the laws they impose and, and vote for limit poor people minorities right. to these shitty life options mm-hmm. that keep poor people poor mm-hmm. and keep pouring money into their grandchildren's fucking absolutely. funds absolutely look at what's happening right now exactly think about how much we're spending on everything why are we suffering and everybody else is up there chilling you know the money makers anyway i just think that that was a really good one i enjoyed that rant i enjoyed it when i heard it i enjoyed hearing it again i enjoyed it the many times i listened to that episode because you know i'd be listening Uh, (laughs) damn right but that was that was really good i really enjoyed that again even though it was super polished that was so well said so well put i hope your your audience enjoyed it as much as i did i hope so too i mean that's why we're doing this all right uh, i mean i was really feeling it if you're looking for some authentic tommy brown that's it right there. You're going to find it right in there. Take it from the wife. That that That's him. <laughs> so now, our third episode. Right. Still a little early. We're still evolving. I mean, we still are, but we were real. We are in the early stages. If y'all noticed, uh, there was no, uh, like, echo control or anything mm-hmm. in that shit. Like, we didn't have background music back then or anything. Yeah. Um, that really does help. It sets the mood in the room, too. Yep. So, it helps out. But anyway, third episode brought by our first interview. And we brought on a guy we call Wild Bill, a fellow I've known since we were kids. I mean, like, little kids. Yep. Uh, We didn't have enough mics in the studio at the time. (laughs) 
Uh, so Samad and I actually had to share a mic and you can hear it because this is also like toward the end of 2020, like shit is still popping off. People are dying everywhere. Yeah. And this dude live out in the middle of meth country. Like he don't care about COVID. So we're all fucking eight fucking feet apart. Me and Samad are sharing a mic. Like it's, it's real rough, but we, we get the job done. This was a really good episode for me. I feel like this was what showcased was the beginning of who y'all are now yeah that was this was a really great i can one. appreciate that yeah i like this a lot also getting this guy to answer any kind of <gasps> fucking questions and tell a coherent story was like real fucking tough yeah uh shout out to our guy samad again because yes. he pulled those teeth as, as i'm asking the questions and i'm getting frustrated with this guy this i mean let, let me start out by saying this dude was was drinking and everything mm-hmm. like he was high when he got there mm-hmm. and then you know we like to ply our guests with refreshments of mm-hmm. various types so he had him some some cookies and whiskey <laughs> <laughs> so he's a little fucked up and he got he got real paranoid like oh man like i'm gonna be talking about the, these illegal things i do so uh yeah it was a little rough but our man samad pulls it all together he's gonna gonna show you what it's like to tell a story around people who can't tell stories i feel like this episode was samad's episode and i told you that after i heard it yep samad really brought it all together and i gotta give him a shout out too like samad this was all you i wish you were here for this but like you're gonna get your flowers from a distance so i'm giving you this is what you get for going on vacation when you (laughs) scheduled it (laughs) (laughs) no you get you fucking it up don't blame that's what i said (laughs) That's this not is what, what he said. gets for going nah, on vacation right. when he scheduled. Anyway, Samad, they're going when I scheduled it. Anyway, like I said, <laughs> this really—he really did. He held this one down a hundred percent, and I really, I really loved this episode. For real, as I difficult got. as it was for you, it was. <laughs> I was frustrated after this. I was frustrated editing this. I know. Uh, check it out. So, just got out of jail. You're talking to her about a week. She asked you to come live with her. I thought it was kind of strange, but I had nowhere to go, so I took it. So you had dicked it down already, like? Not right, not right then. She made me wait like two weeks. Two weeks for that ass. But I was sleeping in the same bed as soon as I got there. But I still had to wait two weeks. Like, mm-hmm. why are you in the bathroom? Why are you think? You know what I'm saying? So you just was in the beating your meat. Yeah, man. And so you hadn't had none in so long. You was like, fuck it, I'm just beating my meat. You ain't giving no pussy. Basically, yeah. Oh, so what, two weeks was too long? Yeah, then finally she put out, and then, you know, I've been there ever since. So after that, you was like, fuck, I got a home now. I done gave up some dick. I could live here now. Bonus points. All right, so now you live in there. You moved in. You slinging dick. you like, all right, baby, you know what? Today, I want to sell some drugs. Well, something like that, but then she switched up on me. So now, wait, was you slinging, selling drugs before that? I'm like, Sam fucking slinging <laughs> I mean, not right when I got out, I wasn't really doing nothing but working. And then, you know, after I got with her, then I started back up, basically. So what made you say, like, fuck it, out of everything I got going on and doing, I want to be a drug dealer. I'm talking about even before being with her. Child support money, can't really afford to live Mm -hmm. unless you try to figure out other ways. Gotcha, so you're like, fuck, I'm going to just sell some drugs. Can't, you know, rob nobody, I ain't about that. Was that the first time you had been to prison? Third. Third? Yeah. What the fuck happened before drugs? Oh, you know, shit happens, you know what I mean? Now, you know I've known you a long fucking time. Uh, We go way back to when we were kids. And I ain't trying to blow it up on you, but I'm about to blow it up on you. Why you want to do that to me? Things got a little out of pocket out there. Tell us what happened. Oh, man, listen. Shit got out of line, so I popped his ass, you know what I mean? So, shit got out of line, you just popped the motherfucker. 
like you gotta give us a little more detail because this sound like a story. Like y'all got y'all had some shit going on. You was how old was you? Eighteen. Uh, so you eighteen. You and the dude get into a conversation. He owe you some money. He like what money? And you like nah, that money you owe me. Nah, it's nothing like that. He tried to rob me from the beginning. So all right, so you show up to a deal. So he's like, all right, I'm about to sell these. What you was about to sell? I wasn't about to sell him nothing. Okay, so he knew what I was doing, and he rolled up on me. All right, so he knew you was out here selling and getting it. Yeah. And he rolled up on you like, oh, I see a sucker. I need that. Yeah. I'm gonna take that. Yeah. He pulled out his gun. Nah, he pulled out a baton, and his boy jumped on my back. Oh, so he was about to baton whoop your ass. Yeah. All right, so his boy jumped on your back. And then I popped him. I pulled it out, shot him right in his ass. He dropped. They took off running. He laid there. I froze, and then I ran. You shot that man in his ass? Yep. Right in his ass. So, that was Wild Bill, man. What do you think? First interview ever. Yeah, that was an experience, huh? A definite experience. Um, I don't know. I felt sorry for him at first. And then sorry? I was like, yeah, why, that's at first. Sorry? When he was telling the story, he was like, yeah. Dude pulled up and had me in the car. Then he passed me the pack and told me to take care of that. So I was like, damn, a victim of the game. Yeah, it sounded like a real hood story. Yeah, right? yeah. And like then when he came anyway. back, it could have went anywhere. Anywhere yeah. with that. But when he came back and said, oh, nah, I got it for a better price. Then I looked at him like, motherfucker. <laughs> like, you just going. Didn't see the hustle coming, Yeah, right? I ain't see it coming. I'm like, damn, I felt bad for you. Then he did that. I'm like. You know what? I was overthinking you. Like you, you had that shit planned. You wanted to be in this game. All right, he he cool. looks like a normal guy. Remember, yeah, yeah. at that point, he had been selling drugs for mad long. Yeah, yeah. Like you, but so, now you done stepped the game up. Now you done jumped to something else. Like you know, yeah. Going to, he stepped to a whole different whole level, level, whole different yeah. kind of addict. Yep. Yo, Samad held that down. He really did. He, you see, yes, that guy, Wild Bill had told us that story in its entirety okay uh i knew it because i knew him when it happened right but he told it to us the way that he wanted to present it to the public okay and it was not like that that was that's how samad knew like what to what to ask right. he, he knew which teeth to pull right to get the fucking story out of him and he really did because he kept the story clear because he did. based on the questions that you were asking you were getting those one word answers and it's like okay well and and then you yeah, know what I not mean? Testifying <laughs> a fucking trial here. Right. The grand jury's not listening, bro. Right. So I like how Samad, you know, kept bringing him back and trying to get him to tell the story in yeah, a way expound. that we could understand what happened. But you say, uh, and then I popped him. Yeah, nobody but, even know who him was. But like but, it sounds weird because of the clip. Like you would think because I cut it out, like you missed part of it. But no, right. you didn't miss anything. That's yeah. the way he blurted it out. Yeah, that was that was that was tough. But I really feel like that was. Samad had that moment. He really he did, did bring that together, up. and um, I shout out to him for that again. Really because, found his voice there. Yes, that was wonderful. Because I, you know me, I my patience is thin, so yeah. I'd have been done. <laughs> well, I mean, you have to deal with people like that on a regular I basis. I do, and it's and very frustrating. So I understand. This is what I do every day when I talk to people, and those are the kind of answers that I get every day, and I hate it. Um, so <laughs> to hear that, I, I know I get it. I understand completely what he did, how he did it, and it was it was perfect. He it did was good. such it was a good, good job. Good work. Yes. Oh, and uh, Wild Bill, uh, we haven't heard from him since a short time after the interview. Right. Well, shout out to him wherever that life took him. Yeah. Um. Hopefully he's not sitting in prison. Oh. But 
you can't say one way or another with folks, you know. And one more game is serious. Oh God. <laughs> also, you can tell you don't have to be the smartest fucking guy in order to make a lot of money and Word. something like that. But just like Wild Bill, you're gonna keep getting caught and going to prison for it. Absolutely. So when you know better, you do better. So I'm gonna say on that. Oh, but one more thing. Go ahead. Bonus points. <laughs> Yo, that was some real fucking toxicity points right there for my man. He just moved in and started throwing dick around, and they decided they're gonna sell meth together. Slanging that match thing. made in prison. I guess so. <laughs> my gosh. Um, the next time we got to do an interview, yeah. Um, excluding Heidi over here because she got to interview us for one of our episodes. Yes. Uh, but we we had uh another fellow I've known for quite a long time, Terrence from a wonderful punk slash metal band called vengeance Woo-hoo. yeah man nah, he ended up being a riot to talk to yeah i mean i know him but he's not usually uh the kind of person around everybody else that he is around me so it was great to hear him kind of open up and tell stories this guy can tell a fucking story i know him too and yes he can yes <laughs> and he's got plenty of them yes and let me tell you this kid put away most of a fifth of Jaeger, uh, minus just a little bit that he convinced Samad to drink with him. Uh, this was New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. I think, 2021 or 2020? It was 2020. 2020. Yeah. New Year's Eve, 2020. And, and so my man was pre-drinking for his uh, New Year's Eve bash <laughs> that he was on the way to. And not only did he drink most of that fifth of Jaeger, he also drank somewhere around a 12-pack or more of beer. I think he drank the 12-pack and went out to the car for another six. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> this kid you can't even tell like if you've seen him and we're talking to him you'd be like oh yeah this guy's pretty fucking cool bet you he'd be nice to have a beer with yeah. you did you had a beer with him you had multiple you just don't remember how many <laughs> he does but there we are y'all get to listen to terrence from vengeance and uh here's have a little fun all right what was the all worst right. place you um well at least like that you performed at what state the first pl- the first show we ever played was in Washington, New Jersey. Uh, Lovely little burg. <laughs> it was called The Vault. I don't know what its deal was. I think it's uh, some kind of keep kids off the street kind of thing. Like oh, okay. A, like okay. a youth center or some shit? I think. Okay. Yeah, that, that's probably a good way to put it. Um, I know... It was not set up for bands at all. At all. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I remember they, they tried to uh, pin us to play in the basement. There were like three bands set up. And they wanted us to play in the basement, which isn't unheard of mm-hmm. for venues. You know, you stick bands wherever they fit. Yeah. The problem was we didn't fit. <laughs> in the basement. <laughs> I went downstairs and I'm above eye level with the, the beams. Yeah, you're a pretty yeah, tall yeah, guy. Yeah, you're a tall guy. <laughs> and there was About as tall no as me, way we were going to... I was going to stand hunched over for the next three hours to watch bands I don't want to watch play. And That so, sounds like uh, a chip. I told my guys, all right, well, we're going to set up upstairs, and if they cancel the show, they cancel the show or whatever. And uh, the guy who ran the place threw a fit... But didn't actually stop the show, so we all played nice. upstairs. Fucking star power. So he was pissed off, but he was like, you know what? He First was very mad. That's a tall fucking guy. I ain't gonna say shit right now. Yeah. yeah. So the three bands that were booked to play that day played upstairs, and he was worried about noise, but they were attached to a bar, so it wasn't a big deal. Oh my god. Who are you gonna disturb at the bar? Yeah. Guess the drunk guy is on the chair every day. Guess it's hard to give a blowjob in that booth. And music <laughs> behind you. Somebody gonna lose their $40. 
I say that because it's a really small town. Like it, when when you go over there, one day some of y'all will make it over there if you haven't already, and you probably won't even see it when you drive through. All right, so Washington. All right, I'm with you with that one. And so you know, I figured that out, and I realized, oh, Ramones. It's literally four things, and I can play songs. And so I figured if the Ramones could do it, a couple of jackasses from Queens, then I could do it. I could do this shit. <laughs> And it worked. And you rocked out. It worked for hundreds of bands. They all have the same ideology. If the Ramones could do it, yeah, so they can don't, I. Don't Good for you. Definitely. You can really hear it in the genre. You got uh, you got time for the question of the day? Yeah. Yeah. What is it? All right. Let's rock out to the fucking question of the day. All right. Question of the day. Way back when, people used to be buried with uh, assorted things to use in the afterlife. You know what I'm saying? So if you were to be buried with some shit... For the afterlife, what would you want to be thrown in there for you to use? Also, gonna leave that on me first. Yeah, totally asking you first. So, if I'm, I would tell them, put my Kyrie's or my Jordans or my Nikes in there. I want to be fresh in heaven. What's a Kyrie? My Kyrie's. Oh, Kyrie. Yeah, my Kyrie. Hermes. My bad. I was like, I want to be fresh in heaven. You know what I'm saying? When I'm walking around, I want to be fresh. So, you want some sneakers? Damn fucking right. What else am I going to use up there? I don't know, motherfucker. First of all, you think you're going to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, I don't know. I think I don't know. You know what? I mean, if I get there, anybody like, damn, you ain't got no money. I'm like, I can sell you these. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna do that. That's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> you just gonna go up to the, the people walking by, like, would you like to buy some sneakers? They yeah. like heaven. But y'all got, got them half <laughs> off today. Half price running. They go to be sneakers, yeah. I want. Yeah, you definitely going to hell because. <laughs> Uh, that's where salesmen go. Because of skates. <laughs> what about y'all? What about guitar. you? One of the, what, what, whichever guitar I like the most of the time and beer. Whatever beer I like. Guitar, guitar and beer. beer. Either or. Guitar and or beer. It's going to go with you. Yeah. Either or. You'll be Anyone good. who knows me is going to say, well, he drank a lot and he played <laughs> guitar. And so that's it. That's it. A lot of bottle. That's fucking awesome. Ain't no wrong with that. I think... Uh, I think I'd have to take a fully loaded MP3 player with me. I mm. listen to a lot of music, Ooh. love music, all kinds of music, and uh, you know my job uh, prevents me from enjoying the marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> so I think if I'm gonna be dead, I'd like to go back to that for a while, oh, okay. like you know the rest of my afterlife. Yeah, because you know that first part of my life where I could just be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do marijuana, and you know, do marijuana. Do it. You got to be careful because, as I understand it, doing just one marijuana can lead you into a whole world of drugs. It depends how you inject it. So that was our first interview with Terrence, and it, I'm telling you, the whole thing is just us fucking bullshitting and laughing. It was Loved a it. really great episode, uh, yeah. not just to record, but to listen to after. I enjoyed editing it. Yeah. It was so great. It's, I love listening yeah, I guess, back to it. Yo, Terrence gets so fucking out of pocket about shit. <laughs> There's much, you can't tell him a fucking thing. He's a lot like myself. You uh-huh. can't tell him a fucking thing uh-huh. about a fucking thing. He don't want to hear shit. This he is, knows what he knows, and that's it. This is the truth, but I have questions. Yeah, of first, course you do first of all yes i always do first of all now he said that he would take beer and a guitar right yeah but do you suppose now after further conversations that we've had with terrence that he would also include motorhead 
oh, I, I feel like he didn't think about music right away, okay. probably because he always has music, and probably be Motorhead <laughs> when he goes wherever he gets to. And I have another question. <laughs> I can't answer that. Don't take my word for it. We'll have to ask him next time he comes back. Yes. He will uh, be back. Absolutely. So we'll ask him that. Also, I want to know why Samad thinks he's going to be fresh in heaven. For, I want to know why he thinks he's going to be able to sell sneakers <laughs> in heaven where you just get whatever the oh fuck you want. Oh, my God. Also, possessions, probably not a real big deal up there. Right. And uh, him and that $40, boy, let me tell yeah, you. I'm telling you, he knows the price everywhere. Yes, clearly. This guy makes it his business to know the price of <laughs> pussy everywhere <laughs> in and out of the natural plane of existence. <laughs> and one more question. Go ahead. Where the fuck people injecting marijuana? Yo, under their toenails. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. I don't know, wherever it is. So that should lead to some bad stuff. That was a great episode. I really enjoyed that one a whole lot. The next time, and Terrence has been back a few times. Yes, now. yes, he has. The next time we had him back, uh, he got to bring his drummer. Uh, it was supposed oh, to be the whole band, God. all of Vengeance, but uh, one guy got called away for work at the last minute, like actual work. Uh-huh. Uh <laughs> So this guy nicknamed Garrett the Jew for a reason that really never became clear to any of us. Still uh, don't know. He would become known as Bottom Shelf Vodka Garrett oh, by the end of this episode, by the end of this day, anyway. Let me tell you, this this one here, boy. Yo, <laughs> he was so drunk and out of his character. It was hilarious. I, I've met this guy before, not like uh, Terrence. Like I spent a lot of time. I know Terrence. Right. I've met Garrett a few times before this. Right. Um, enough that he's on my Facebook page, oh. but not enough that like we've ever gone out and like had a drink or something. So this is the first time we're like hanging out in a setting where there's alcohol and shit. I, you know, <laughs> I walk a real fine line between thinking somebody's drunk enough to be funny yeah. and drunk enough to be ejected. Uh-huh. Garrett walked that line on the funny side that day not, and it made for great radio. Not walk, he teetered. It, yo, for, for <laughs> real. That motherfucker staggered all across that line and uh, just for the record, he did make it to Texas after this. Oh my goodness. I just want to say as an aside, I, I don't know if we ever talked about it, but this episode was actually recorded at our house. So yes, we had everybody here and um, I left to let you guys record. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I left, everybody was, you know, normal and straight. Good to go. Word. I got back and uh, it was and a freaking monium Yo, up in here. The reason is because you got back after Garrett had like eight oh, beers. Oh my gosh. Uh, I forget what the fuck else we were drinking. We drank like a whole bottle of liquor between tequila? the four of us. And that, then that, 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 that good ass like a $200 bottle yep. of tequila came out. Yes. And Garrett drank like all that. Yes. Without and realizing that he was getting drunk. Yes. And it was hilarious because I. It devolved so quickly. I we, we took a 40 minute break and yes. came back and he was locked yes when i when i came back you guys were still recording so i was just sitting there listening and i was trying to be quiet because you know i'm not supposed to be there but i couldn't even hold my laughter in no. because it was so you? hilarious it was, oh my god <laughs> we had four mics set up and we were so loud all the mics were picking up everybody's audio yes and like we're all doing like under the breath commentary yes. except garrett because everything garrett's doing is wow. anything but low. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I think you guys are really going to enjoy this. And uh, this is just a small portion of the episode. Uh, Y'all really got to check it out. Check uh, this out. Yes. And it came to the idea of being a band. The judge just jumped right in like, yeah, fuck it. We could be partners. I like you already. Pause. Um, wow. <laughs> like, wow. I mean, was it easy? Like, you know, I'm, you watch all these movies and you see bands get put together, but they had to go do some shit to get yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I know you. 
But I don't want to fuck with you on that shit. So how was it? Like, I mean, how did y'all come together and say, I right, yo, you pretty good. I'm pretty good. He's pretty good. Let's let's try this. Y'all drunk. <laughs> well, uh, come on, well, these are kids. They were fucking high. <laughs> they consumed all the marijuanas. Yes. Yeah, it's a pretty big venue. Yeah, yeah it's a big venue. Good luck to you guys, man. Thank you. And, uh, I'll say for uh, our future airing of this great show, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be out there. I'm going to be out there. I know a bunch of wild women that want to, you know. I hope some of you people made it out the there. band. Like, yeah, I know the guy, I know the drummer. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking to our audience, but now it just sounds like I'm being racist. <laughs> Bastard. What you mean, you people? <laughs> Sorry, I met the people that I'm addressing, Whoa. you know, professionally on the air. Yeah. Let me know. I, I, guess I'm passing. <laughs> I know it's going to be women in them crowds, though. Yeah. Fucking hey, They might not be your type. Nah, they, they might type. They're going to want to hurt you. <laughs> or they're going to want you to hurt them. <laughs> Like, look, I it's a punk I don't, band. I don't mean like cook them bad breakfast. Oh, oh, my fault. Or like give them a massage that they didn't appreciate. <laughs> <Bastard>. <laughs> I never cooked for another woman after that. How far away are you moving? You're where? New Jersey now? Yep, right now I'm in Hackettstown, New Jersey. Hackettstown, uh, New Jersey. Yeah, I plan. My sights are set for like the Dallas Fort Worth area in Texas. Well, so. hot damn, boy. Yeah. What are you going down there for? Well, it's. Uh, yeah, people down there. Are you a Trumper? <laughs> Is it? Yeah, no, I gotta I ask. You're a Trumper? All right. Him, so, yeah. All right. But would you have voted for him the second time? Did yeah. you vote for him the second time? Yeah. Were you at the Capitol? No. All right. You sure? <laughs> no, I, I watched it, though. I did watch it. So, uh, Garrett's father is a cop. Oh, okay. And uh, oh, we practiced retired. at Garrett's yeah. house. <laughs> retired cop. And uh, was a cop, yeah. Oh, oh one uh, question. Did he get through his whole career without killing a black guy? I have no idea. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, that's the biggest one of those things. Better off that way. Yeah, you're right. It probably, it's probably better. No, no disrespect to your father. There's yeah, no. cops out there. Now, how okay. long did it take y'all to do like an EP? How long did it take y'all to work on it? Uh, we knocked this one out in like 50 beers in a weekend. Mm-hmm. All right. God 50 damn. beers in a weekend. That doesn't seem like enough beers for a weekend. But. <laughs> I was right. the only one drinking. Oh, shit. <laughs> the drummer not nah, drinking? It seems like enough. Well, I think we know who's working on becoming a rock star. <laughs> um, St. Ives is dangerous because St. Ives is 8.5% is. alcohol and it comes in a 40. Yes. And so I drank three of them and then uh, we decided to drive from Hackettstown to Kenilworth and I drank another one. And then I opened up my fifth one. And <laughs> so I used to get 14 of these a day. Yeah. And uh, I go into the venue with my 40, and they yell at me that I can't drink. So I go through the venue to the back of the venue to the porch, and I drink on the porch. And I finish half of my drink and leave it on the porch. And then we're up first because, you know, we're the awful opener act. <laughs> and I go back in, and, you know, I, I can't drink my beer. That's so fair. I go up to the bar and I go, hey, what's your cheapest beer? And the man is offended. And uh, he tells me it's Genesee. Genesee is awful, by the way. <laughs> you shut your goddamn dirty fucking slut whore mouth. You like Lion said, what do you know? Shut up. Oh, my God. Uh, Genesee, <laughs> Genesee is a main staple no. of the working man. Genesee cream ale is god awful. I don't, I don't like it. Shut up. The only thing worse just... than Genesee is Hurricane. The only thing worse than Genesee bad. is your mother. It's <laughs> just like mouth. Why <laughs> with both of you? I, I resemble that <laughs> remark, Fuck sir. Fuck your mothers. <laughs> Anyway, uh, that was a very cemented thing to say. Thank you. So, Fuck your mother. Oi, Larry, shut it down. Oh, right. Relax, William. 
Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, my preschool was uh, literally a Jewish temple. I mean, we right. spun yeah, the dreidel fair. and ate the so, lockers. Are you a religious guy? Nah. No. I don't think Cl- anyone... Clearly not Jewish. You mentioned that earlier. <laughs> well, he cops out and says agnostic. He, um... Yeah. Oh. I- Irish. Not- yeah. And Italian. Yeah, Irish right? Italian. There you go. So what could you gleam from such a parent? Roman Catholic, right? You would think. Right? Yes. Exactly. Yeah, some kind of Catholic. Yeah, we got a pedophile problem in our church, don't we? Well, as long as it's not in your house, I don't think it's your problem, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Awful stuff. Hey, Awful stuff. What matters is, is, is what stuff. constitutes his house. Yeah, you know? I mean, oh, yeah. If you have to apply to some of these churches, they say things like God will forgive him. But no, you hear what Terrence said? No. No one heard anything. All I'm saying is right now we have a false pope in the Vatican and he should be crucified. All I'm saying is that, amen. (laughs) Okay, baby, let him have it. So that's Garrett. That that was both sober, polite Garrett and devolved, drunk, bottom shelf vodka Garrett. My guys, that, that will never not be funny for me. Yo, that shit was real funny until it wasn't. It, it it got it went downhill real quick and i i don't know if he knew what he was saying i doubt it i, I doubt it it was it was a lot but uh, I, I have had no contact <laughs> with bottom shelf vodka garrett since then uh, uh-huh. apparently terrence has because you know they're good friends and all yeah but we don't talk about that you <laughs> you pulled out <laughs> you didn't get the rest of the clip when he was saying things about trump but you were really grilling him on that oh, one yeah i want to save that for the people you guys should definitely go and check that out that whole episode it is great and then greatly awful <laughs> i mean you get you get to know these guys pretty well yeah and we really get to hear what garrett thinks about donald trump yeah uh i don't think we actually published any of the stuff about like how he ended up being a trumper from being a regular uh, person that terrence met along the way to becoming the trumper that he was when we had him on right um but either way it's a great episode uh prepare to laugh yes you're gonna fucking laugh yes and if you're sensitive to stuff you're gonna be offended too so it's a great episode well there you go also that's another one where samad definitely pulled out great lines of question oh yeah yeah again shout out to samad for that because he uh held it down and just like the rest of us he cracked the fuck up at the end when uh garrett yeah. was um rambling back what did he tell terrence shut your slut what what yo there was a whole what? lot of drunk white people stuff what? going on right there because oh my, my man terrence insulted genesee cream ale i don't even know what that is you're not supposed to oh great they don't have it where you come from i can I'm almost sure. guarantee it okay i don't know if anybody in the bronx has ever had I was about to say, but wait. if you know a place where you can get that shit like a bodega or something you hit us up you when hit you us up i'll come to your bodega and sign t-shirts just to buy a six-pack of genesee cream ale in the hood first of all you said where i came from i i didn't think the bronx off top i thought you was trying to make some island people jokes and then, oh wow because you know, cause you yeah, know how you... you're black <sighs> that's where i was anyway next clip please because I, I, I can't with you Mm-mm. so Terrence made it back again, mm-hmm. and this time we had Heidi on officially. Yes. Uh, and we wanted to talk about this Kyle Rittenhouse kid. Yes. And man, we, we broke it down the best we could after I read the court transcripts, and it was all over TV and all mm-hmm. this shit, and we really wanted to talk about it. And uh, that, believe it or not, led to a whole bunch of shenanigans that has nothing to do with Kyle or Kenosha or guns, <laughs> just a bunch of people having a drink and talking some shit. Because we were drinking. Yes. 
we were drinking mm-hmm. not as much as garrett did that day no and never as much as terrence does but he holds this shit together a hell of a lot better than garrett yes that's so, for sure keeping the ear out at the end of this where we start talking some stuff about jada and will before the infamous slap oh, God. and then uh we'll get back into some other stuff after let's hear it check it out so now 17 year old kyle has illegally obtained a firearm agrees to protect some property and they're gonna go out there and be armed and patrol that sounds kind of militia ish to me so far sure does. but also help people that are hurt now see that's another thing that got left out of all this i myself seen video footage from the beginning of one of those people who touts themselves as a citizen journalist which is just like you you a snitch you just run around <laughs> with your phone telling on people you're not a journalist you're not a cop so you're do you tell those bag. people to get away from you? Like, you know, I'm out here doing whatever I'm doing and you know, somebody following me with their camera. Do you buy your snitch? I don't know. I mean, nah, because after they have you on film, they're going to know who slapped them in the mouth. <laughs> oh my God. So you swear, yeah, just keep filming. So I think you just come up behind them and slap them in the fucking mouth. <laughs> 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 Grab them by the neck and make them drop his phone. Like, then then phone. you have the conversation. Gotcha. Uh, Kyle didn't do none of that. No. He didn't even realize. I don't think he got it. Um, so August 25th, here's Kyle and seven other people. There were seven other people at this place called Car Source, the, the car lot that they were all agreeing to protect. Armed, ready to defend it from rioters. And, uh, <laughs> okay, it just sounds crazy to me. Like, I know there's a riot and it's serious stuff, but it just it sounds crazy that a bunch of white folks are going to grab rifles and protect property that doesn't belong to them. What do you think they does it? around here if something happens? I'm about to they say, yeah, do does it seem like? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, but uh, this is not their property. But and, it's their, um, um, their neighbor's and, and property. They also were protecting it from other white people. Yeah. Yeah, no, white people steal stuff. They take your land. They don't protect it for you. When they're the ones coming for your stuff. People miss that in all these stories. Like you don't realize that this colonial kid almost took that whole neighborhood for himself. So this they own their own though? Like, look, this, this is my neighbor. I'm not gonna protect you. This Joseph Rosenbaum was okay. the first guy to get whacked by by Kyle that night. The one screaming, shoot me, shoot me. Yeah, uh, oh yeah, he's screaming shoot me and word. Shoot you go ahead, smart. Tell him what they said. He says, shoot me, neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Bo, 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 bo. I'm sorry, no. did you mean ninja? <laughs> oh, yeah. God, I hate that so bad. <sighs> so Kyle and this other kid run over to break up them setting a fire, which, you know, pisses wow. off the riders now. Yeah, it's this, my uh, fire. Yeah, this. exactly. This jo- Joseph Rosenbaum guy. Thanks, uh, you mind yeah, my he, business. He yelled at them for scrubbing their their graffiti because now you know they don't know which stores to loot. Stop gentrifying <laughs> my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> He's putting out their hard set fires, and he tells him and his Ryan kid that if I catch you alone tonight, I'm gonna kill you. Which you know, I mean, I've got an AR-15 and you got what a rock or a chain. He was holding a chain, rock. which they called him stealing off of a truck that they looted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh Look, the looters were looting, riders were riding. <laughs> exactly. So, kid didn't point his gun, nothing. It's just, you know, we're putting this fucking fire out, stop setting fires at these places. And they start yelling stuff at Kyle and Ryan. Kyle and Ryan. Uh, <laughs> That's quite, those are some um, very. Um, kinda, you kind of know you're in Kenosha. Names <laughs> there. Definitely some Disney. Start yelling Disney at them to stay on their property. <laughs> like, you, stay on the, the car dealership property mm. and whatnot. Anyway, I don't think that's how helping people works out. Like you don't just help them if they're in the box. This isn't soccer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take it back to Jada. To Jada though, oh, yeah, all yeah, of yeah. the things Let's she got going on because she she uh what did she say now? The most recent thing 
Something with the sex or something. She ruined that Batman show. Yes. No yes. Oh, yeah, she did. She was horrible in it. Yeah. I feel like. I liked she... Gotham. Gotham was good to me, mm. except until she certain got parts. There. Yeah. Her shit was trash. I feel like they. Everybody knew they had an open relationship. So the whole thing with her. I, and Ugg, I did. You know what? I didn't think it, it was. It was pretty obvious. Yeah. I didn't know. Like, I, I started to suspect mm. when all the, the rumors came out and shit. And I was like, well. She's not going to take pictures with this guy if she's cheating. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, bitches do that, mm-hmm. but not super famous bitches. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of Dating things super on famous years. people. But well, she made it seem like she was yeah, just taking care of August. Attention. He was sick. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he was sick about that puss. Yeah, he, yeah, he definitely. <laughs> that was some sweet nectar. I mean, oh maybe 20 years ago. So she, now, like, she now said, she's ruined now. She's done put out those deviant kids. She had the what, the nine deviant rappers kid? up in it. Oh, Jesus. And she just ruined now. I Tupac. think she said now something oh, about the sex. in her face. I love her face. The sex wasn't that good. Yeah, yeah, she's talking about sex. And Wait, I mean, whose who sex? Will Smith's sex? Yeah, I think it was hard to keep up, compete with him. Some shit like that. Yeah, like, she made a weird comment about their yeah. sex life, and and it was, was like, definitely so was downplaying his sex. Him? What was she insulting him or? Not really insult, like saying like something like it wasn't that good, yeah. or, or something like something real. It good. opened the window of that's why she was fucking the young. Yes. Girl. Damn. Yeah. Well, goddamn, Will, that's what you get for taking care of a woman. Shouldn't have fell in love with her. So just fucked her. That's all she he wanted. Said, well, you know her soulmate was Tupac. Tupac. <sighs> Tupac was definitely her soulmate. How you know? How you know? Because he was also Janet Jackson's soulmate. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Wait, wait, Tupac, I think, thought Janet and him were friends. And then after the uh, movie Poetic Justice, she deleted his number, blocked him, everything. Mm, that's because she was fucking Omar Epps. Ew. You know, Omar Damn. is a possessive dude. I just made that up, by the way. Oh, oh okay. Omar was in that shit. I mean, I don't want to Jermaine Priest out here. Which was weird, too. I should have yeah. left it out there. No live lawsuits coming this way. <laughs> <laughs> Bring him on, bitch. Oh, my gosh. Yo. These neighbors out here acting real crazy with their guns, boy. What'd I tell you? You figure that was Kyle Rittenhouse. That, what, what year was that? That was 19? No, no, no. 18? That was during COVID. No, no, no. When, when the whole incident went down, what year was that? Yeah, yeah. That was during COVID. Was it? Okay. Well, they ain't getting no better with it because these neighbors out here shooting people up. So um, For real. Mm. They're still out here uh, mm. hating black folks mm. and people doing things the way that they should be done. Mm. I don't get it. Mm. Me neither. But, yep. uh, they need know. to mind their motherfucking business. That's what they need to do. Yeah. I mean, we're just fucking smarting up. Listen, if you don't like it, you don't like how people live in their lives, you don't like black people, you don't like gay people, you don't like this, mind your damn business. Take they ain't got nothing to advice. do with you. Exactly. If you don't like it, why don't you leave? Exactly. Exactly. That's the choice you have. You can't tell anyone else to leave. So your choice remains this. Deal with it or get dealt with. Uh, well, they don't want to be Or dealt- leave. Hmm. Well, they think that America's for them and for nobody else. Well, that's how the first Americans got fucked up. They yeah. thought because they owned the land and lived here and treated it right that these fucking other people ain't going to come in here and fucking murder you over it. He's folk crazy. Yeah. And on another note, Free Will Smith. Yo, for real, for real, Free Will Smith. Free, yo. Uh, we had no idea when we recorded that little tidbit yes. with all my shit talking what was going to happen oh, later on God. when this man stood up and made national headlines again. Worldwide headlines. Yes. Not even national. Yes. I just feel like America took it and joked around about it a lot more than the rest of the world. 
listen, I feel bad for him still. And this bitch out here, sorry, because you know I don't be referring to women as bitches. Nope. But this bitch out here got her own sh- her, her red table talk still going, trying to ride the wave. Of course. And then she's she had, using it all. Yes. And then had the audacity to get up on the show and talk about, oh, her and Will still gonna move forward together. No, bitch. Now Y'all that, don't need to move nowhere the, together. Yeah, exactly. There would be no together. There no. wouldn't be any moving forward no. together when you left me out there Mm-mm. hanging on the line. Mm-mm, she needs to stop talking like she really does because even after he he slapped that man for her she still came out saying all kind of crazy stuff i, I you, can't you see i didn't like her from that episode i know after she ruined gotham <laughs> i don't watch a lot of tv and yeah. shit so like especially like corny shit like that like i get it uh, gotham is trash but i like a little bit of trash sometimes of course but she made it such trash that i couldn't like i, I didn't go back and finish watching gotham until after i found out after the series was over Mm -hmm. that she dies off or whatever and and she's not in it after a certain point wow listen yeah my my my, i had no issue with her before but i just don't like how she's not riding for her husband that's the shittiest part you could be a shitty actress yes you could be a a lot of things and and not be good at them yeah but when it comes to your personal relationships your your marriage your spouse your family with your kids and stuff yep you really got to not be a piece of shit about that kind of stuff. Let me tell you something. I could be mad as hell at you. Because I be mad at you sometimes. You know this. You know how it goes. It's married life. <laughs> tell me but, about it. N- <laughs> but nobody will know how I feel. How I feel about you and whatever you're doing remains between us. Always. Always. Absolutely. And if you do something publicly that I might not like, I'm going to still ride for you publicly. When we get home, we're going to talk about it, though. But publicly, there will be no division. It's and always a team. Be. I mean, that's the way it's supposed to be. Exactly. You're a team all the time. Yep. Not when both of you are on the same page. Because mm. yeah. you're not going to be. You're not going to be on the same page with somebody for as long as they've been together. Exactly. So, like I said, free Will Smith. So, that leads us right into this last <laughs> bit we got for you <laughs> with uh, a little more fun with uh, the whole gang there. Yes. So check that, it out. That was a fun episode, too. Should Jada Smith have done something herself before Will did? There was clearly a point where Will went from laughing to angry. Now I have to go slap this man in his fucking mouth. No. It had to be something to do with the way his wife reacted. We That's won't know I because think. they don't release the footage. So. That's what I think it is. I think it's something that is, it was her reaction that made yes. that sparked him. And Chris hurt up. his wife, so he hurt Chris. Mm-hmm. Honestly, even with everything going on and how I feel about what this is. I'm really glad she didn't say anything or go mm. off because the story would have been to a lot of people. Oh God, the Smiths. Angry black. <laughs> yes, woman, right. Another angry black. Yes, right. A- acting out crazy. So, yeah. That's right. That's what it would. What been. if she was the one that got up and slapped Chris Rock? Another angry black woman going off. I feel like I think either it was way, black on black crime. I don't know if it would have been that big a deal. No, it would. It would. It would have been I think it was because it, it was it someone would've. standing up for someone they mm, care about. That would have been out the window. It'd have been. Why did her? Why did she have to get up on that stage? Her mm. husband is sitting right there. Yeah. So now it I mean. should have been Will Smith should have slapped. Then it would have switched. If she to slapped that. him, then it was gonna. It would be Will Smith should have done. See, it. that's one of the things. That's yeah. one of those. Where's things, Will as Smith? Black why isn't people, he standing up for his exactly, wife? Exactly. Yeah, as would, as yeah, black people, yes. as soon as you have a black woman that's upset, mm-hmm. it's yes. automatically angry black woman. It's, yeah. it's definitely. It was so it, it it would have been a lose lose situation. Yes. No matter who got up and reacted to it, if she got up and walked out, which probably would have been a better move, then she would have been the angry black woman for that. Definitely would have got up for that. If she got up and walked on the stage, a black woman smacking a black man. That it's probably the, wouldn't even have made news more than two, three days. It would, sure, it would have. It would have just been. It, I think it would have. This woman was insulted and slapped a guy. 
No, it, it because they're been, both black. It would have been hyped yeah, up. Yeah, but they would have definitely put. They would have been hyped up. The angry all, all three black of them would have been out of the academy. They would have been hyped yeah, up. Yeah, they mm-hmm. definitely would have got the fuck out of. Academy. I think no matter how it, it was done, it would have still been some shit. Like yeah. it, it doesn't matter what she did, how yeah. they she did it. If she just no. sat there, it was probably the the, the best thing for all of them to just sit there and be quiet. Like yeah. that was the only sit way. Sit there and look mad. Yeah, yeah. that's what as a professional. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. That's it. Yeah. I mean, all right, if you want to throw up a finger or something like that, you see that at even that things. That would have been like true too. Yeah. I mean, not not to slap her around the world kind of thing. That would have just been like, oh, look how disrespectful he's got. I respect you so much to keep your composure, bro. Who's Bradley Cooper? Bradley Cooper. You don't know who Bradley Cooper is? You, know, you, you know repeated the name. If you, see his, if you see his face, right. you'll know who he is. <laughs> I love him. He, he's an actor. Um, the What's he? There's like seven people in the hangover. All right, so who's the um, funniest character in the hangover that got into the motion? I didn't watch it. I think oh, probably Mike Tyson, though. Hate you. I, I told you I don't um, handle okay. trash well. I don't. No, he was on. He was. He was he one was, of the sexiest well, people alive. Mad times. Oh, no. that guy. No, you don't know who it is. Wait, y'all have to the picture. Galaxy. I know you don't watch that. No, He's don't watch any of that trash either. He would have never watched that. He's the rocket. The raccoon. Basically, they call him. Not pocket rocket. Yeah. Calm down. Not that pocket rocket. Ooh, chap. Mm, drink my water. Hold up. I'm saying the 38 is still killing mm. you. <laughs> Pocket <laughs> rocket or not. I'm going to just sip this water and mind my business. <laughs> and that's how you take narcissistic spousal abuse <sighs> and, you know, grind it down to this bitch. Yeah. And turn it into whatever the fuck we ended up talking about for the rest of that episode. Sex. Because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really got into the sex stuff for a minute. Y'all gonna have to check that out. Oh, uh, you know what? This is what an episode, this is one of the topics that I had told you I didn't want to talk about. Yeah. I really didn't. And Me too. Um, when you told me that Samai wanted to do it, I was like, you know what? Let's do it. I want to join you. Yeah. Only because I saw so many people dogpiling Will Smith. And I, I was seeing things that people weren't really talking about. Like right. They weren't looking at what Jada was doing and how she was nope. moving. Um, and so I, I was glad. I was really happy to join you guys with that. And also, I really liked how passionate Samad was about it, with his opinions on that episode. Because yes. although we kind of had slightly differing opinions, at the end, we all kind of got to that same point. A free Will Smith. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what like I mean? No matter how you get yeah. there, you get there. Yeah. So. And it all comes down to the same thing. Like that. She talks about how healthy the relationship is because of all these things she does, but clearly Bullshit. she's the only one who believes that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, that's sad. It's sad because you see Will Smith, my whole life I've seen him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You see this guy in all the best things like to take your family to. Will Smith right. hasn't been in very many movies where I wouldn't take a little kid to it. Right. So like, you know, the guy, as much as people like to idolize motherfuckers in Hollywood and whatnot and sports figures and all of those things, Will Smith is one of those ones who has remained like right up there with all right you know people make mistakes but overall yeah this should be your guy this is your hollywood guy to right. look up to this didn't change my opinion of him at all no mine either except for that you know it shows to me that no matter how successful you are you can still fall prey to this kind of spousal abuse absolutely and you know be stuck in the mental state where mm-hmm. you think that this is what you have to have mm-hmm. absolutely i don't i don't fault him i'm not saying that you know, there might be other things going on in the back that we don't see that he might be doing as well. There, there always is. Of course. But she's doing a lot of things publicly. Yes. That and that's the awful. difference. You know, kind of like Amber Heard. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yo, I thought when I thought when they made that judgment, we were going to be done here. No. About this bitch shitting on the bed. And the funny thing is that it, it, she 
she has not stopped speaking no johnny depp has receded back into his seclusion or whatever you he want, won he you made know. his point he's about to get his whole career back he right. did the right thing he kept his he, he said whatever he said right after right pretty much and that was it and then shut his fucking mouth yeah. at least in public right but he, she's still riding this bandwagon yes. and this it looks bad it looks because real bad she for her. needs the money sorry girl sit down take for that real. l and sit down should have had this worked into your contract mm. Mm. you know those hollywood types they always have to have contracts mm. for everything you right <laughs> you right so we covered a lot of shit over our short time here on the, the airwaves <laughs> yeah totally let me tell you when i was sitting there thinking about how uh samad was on vacation and i thought he wasn't going to be on vacation and i had this all worked out i was like how the fuck would, would i even run this like without his opposing view and opinion on things even though we we do kind of match up a lot on yeah. the way we think about things we come to it in a different way yeah a lot of the time if we end up on the same page which i like that a lot about you guys i love your dynamic it's always awesome yeah that's why he and i thought it would be a good idea to do something like this because mm -hmm. as much as we agree we disagree too mm -hmm. and when we disagree it's usually about a good point on mm -hmm. one side or the other yeah oh it works out yep. and it's also a lot of fun uh when we get into our bags because you know out of pocket is out of pocket y'all are reckless <clears throat> sorry excuse me both y'all reckless af yes i'm hoping my man ain't being reckless out here in these streets right now you the best vacation use a condom i feel like he's he's old enough and mature enough to realize that that's the safest thing i'm just putting that reminder out here because i know y'all put say those things at the, end of the episode. Say that at the end of almost every yes. episode yes so gentle reminder wear a condom See, there you that's go. gentle in my face. <laughs> there's a there's a meme that goes around that I really like. Oh. I think I might have mentioned this before on Coffee Cream and Combo. What's that? This is a uh, tell the people you love them, that you love that you love them every day. Mm -hmm. But tell them in German because life is hard. Oh my gosh! Don't do that. Yeah. Oh. I mean, you do never know when the last time you tell someone I love you is going to be. But if you tell them like it's a punishment. They'll remember it longer after you're gone. Yes, dear. Like that motherfucker really did love me. You know how I know? Because he said it in the in the way that offended my ears. You say a lot of things that offend my ears. Yeah, that's why you married me. I guess. So this just turned into coffee cream and coffee. Oh God, <laughs> no! This is still coming to think it. of it. Oh yeah, see now you fixed it. You added with the toxicity. Yeah, gotta, gotta add a little pinch of toxicity. There you go. Very good. Feel better now? I actually do. All right. <laughs> I feel a lot better now. Oh. Uh, oh boy. So again, apologies on being a little bit late there. Uh, Sorry, y'all. Yeah, we uh, we'll hit you back another episode. So you'll be good. Also, don't forget head on over to Coffee Cream and Convo. It's our first time uh, back over there for the new season. Yes, join us over there. We got things to yes, talk about. We doing definitely. a catch up. What happened while we were gone? No, a lot of shit. Lots to talk about, boy, including Amber Heard, because I, I I got a couple things. Gross. I do. I, I it happened while we were gone. I got a couple things to say. Right. But I mean, I, I'm sure y'all really know based on what I just said <laughs> what I got to say. <laughs> I mean, we'll see what the fuck I got to say. Oh, you always. I'll got see what you bring up over there and uh -huh. how I react to it. And yes, I mean, right now it's a surprise to us because okay. we're about to record that episode next. Yes. So <laughs> tune the fuck in for the rest of this. Yes. So <laughs> be sure to join us over here and also come back next time for more come to think of it with samad with samad yes i can't wait to hear what y'all got next you know i always be listening i do too 
I make sure I listen to us again after I edit, even though sometimes it's a little rough to hear my voice for so many hours that's and not so few days. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I mean, I listen. It's different on... because you love me, so <laughs> I don't have that deficit in my life. I listen on the streaming stuff. Yes. You know, I go towards your listens. Mm-hmm. That's I what do I do. That's, that's pro shit. That's right. <laughs> that's right. I mean, unless you got like the following like Joe Rogan, he's not going to miss his own listen. Oh, I mean, dear. we're not really going to miss ours either, but I mean, either way. No, but it's nice to listen to y'all on there. And I always do all the way from the beginning. You're welcome. Gracias. <laughs> I got that fucking song stuck in my head. Which one's that? We listen to. I'm sorry, y'all. We listened to uh, "You're Welcome." Oh Yesterday yeah. in the car, yep. it's stuck. Yo, I just started singing that in the beginning of this episode. Gross. Go back if you missed it. Oh god. You made me embarrass myself on two shows this week. Ah, oh, you're doing well for yourself. You tch, fucking <laughs> tell me about it. <laughs> All right, we'll see you on another other podcast, guys. Bye, Talk guys. To you later. Oh, wear a fucking condom. Take care of each other. For questions and comments, find us at come to think of it at yahoo.com or dead savage production at yahoo.com. Check for more content at dead savage productions.com. Come to think of it is a dead savage production. Dope. Always strap up.